1: Va a llegar el gol del Arsenal Özil. Marca Mesut Özil. Bellerín, qué golazo, magnífico. Qué golazo de Bellerín, gol del Arsenal. Gran gol de Bellerín, 1-0. This is Arscast Extra. Hello there and welcome to another Arscast Extra. As always with James from Gunnerblog. Good afternoon to you.
2: Good afternoon, yeah.
1: Uh, how was uh, how's everything your end? A good weekend?
2: Very good weekend. I was out of London. I was in, well, I was not in Bristol. I was near Bristol. Wow.
1: Brighton one weekend, Bristol the next weekend. I'm guessing next weekend you're going to have to go to Bridlington.
2: <laughs> good. Good geography. I was thinking yeah. how long was it was going to take him to get to a B. <laughs> Bath was a, an early contender. Well, you see,
1: but... I, I went better. I
2: went B-R. So. Oh, wow. So, yeah. I think you win in that case Absolutely Um, Yeah, Bridlington should be good No, so that was all all well and good How about you? It
1: was awful um, Because I I was kind of sick Which is uh, reflected in my voice And uh, there may be moments where you don't hear anything from me And that's because I'm sort of coughing and spitting things into a bucket So from that point of view, it wasn't very good Okay What kind of of things would you be spitting? uh, Green things Ah,
2: aliens Uh, Yeah
1: yeah, um, and I had a terrible, terrible um, thing happen to me this morning. Go on. I had a donut, right?
2: That sounds good so far. So
1: far, you would think this is good. A jam there's, donut.
2: There's a twist in this tale, something tells me.
1: Yeah, a jam donut, or as our American chums would call it, a jelly donut.
2: Yeah, that's I guess. weird. Come on, guys. Yeah, it's
1: not jelly, it's jam. Get it right. Mm. Anyway... I said, look, this is delicious jam donut. I had a cup of tea, uh, and I've got this donut. And I bit into the donut, and I like to leave the jam bit to, you know, to the end. Can I, like, I
2: just ask a question? Yeah. Is this breakfast, or is this like a supplementary snack?
1: This was just like a snack, because I had breakfast at 7am or something like that, so I was really quite hungry by 11. Okay. So I, so I had this is to, 11s, is? Yeah, yeah. But it was okay. about quarter past 11, so I was a little bit late with it, but... I don't. I don't suppose anyone's going to give out to me for that.
2: They won't hold it against. No.
1: So anyway, had my cup of tea, had the donut, trying to leave the jam bit for the last. You're trying to like gauge where which side is the jam. Sometimes you can't see where they pipe the jam in, you know. So you've just got to take an educated guess. Right. You weigh it. Which end? Which end uh, feels a bit heavier? So I then took a bite of the donut, and about ninety five percent of the jam squeezed out. Like somebody squeezing a massive spot. It just went and squeezed out all over my desk. Oh, no. I don't know. It's just like oh, it's so
2: depressing life sometimes, it's, isn't it? It's a double whammy because not only have you then got a donut without any jam in it, but also your desk is in some jeopardy, jam-based jeopardy.
1: Would you think any less of me mm-hmm. if I were to tell you yes. that, I, that I then took a bite of the donut and licked some of the jam off my desk.
2: I mean, I would probably think more of you, because you've would shown resourcefulness. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that was good.
2: All right. It's, it's that kind of thing that makes me think, you know, you'd be fine on a desert island. Because <laughs> I imagine that's always happening on desert islands.
1: Yeah, the jam comes out the wrong the end of the donut. The jam comes out the
2: right end of the donut. Bloody hell, last thing you need. That's what happened to Tom Hanks. Yeah, and he used it to paint a face on a volleyball.
1: Yeah. Wilson! Mm. Ah, Poor Tom Hanks. Come here, I wanted to ask you, uh, have you had any more contact with your neighbours? I don't know if people saw this or not on Twitter, but I remember the story last week when the the guy knocked on the door, gave you the packages, and you said, I think he's an Arsenal fan because I saw him in an Arsenal shirt. I think you should take up the story from here.
2: Well, I I will take up the story. What happened then was that uh, the very next day, I received a tweet from one of said neighbours saying that they had been listening to the the AskCast Extra and realised that I I was, in fact, the man they had initially suspected to me. I was at Gunnerblog. Wow. Yeah, that's it. But what's quite strange is that I haven't actually seen them since. So there's been no opportunity to sort of normalise. Do you know what I mean? Be like, oh, hello. So it's now it's just a bit like... They know who I am. I know who they are. We're communicating via this medium. Presumably they'll listen to this. This is the next time I've spoken to them. Wow. Well, I know. Yeah.
1: maybe maybe one of you has got to drop around with a casserole or something.
2: Well, that's it. That's it. I am a deeply antisocial person, but I think I am going to have to bridge the divide. Yeah. And sort of You know, just 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 humanize it a bit now.
1: If they are going to receive your package is on mm-hmm. a on a regular basis, then it would be it would be only right and proper that you you know make a formal I'm introduction. A casserole.
2: Or a casserole. Or a casserole, yeah. One-armed casserole, very difficult, but I'll give it a go. How is the arm? The arm is mending. Arm update. Um, I went to hospital. I've got a cooler cast now. Uh, It's black. Oh, wow, Uh, cool. That is awesome. You're like special ops. Exactly, and I've got like a black sling thing. I mean, I look like I've been involved. I I look like I might be sort of undergoing a transformation into a cyborg. Like Johnny Cash is your doctor. Yeah, exactly um, So, you know, that's on the mend I reckon we're about four or five weeks away I'll be raring to go for pre-season Brilliant uh, Yeah, so that's that's the plan with that
1: And of course, but, th- this is, has scuppered your plans to uh, swim the English Channel during the off-season
2: Well, I was going to, obviously, yeah I was going to row with Tony Pulis But uh, <laughs> I've, I've had to sack that off but um, we'll come back to the neighbours, actually, in the in the questions section, because there's been a development, but I'm going oh, to wow. save it, sit on it till then, so a little teaser for you then.
1: All right, OK. Well, there hasn't been much in the way of Arsenal stuff going on, obviously, because, well, the season is over and what have you. But there was the small matter of the Champions League final on Saturday mm. night, Juventus against Barcelona. Did you watch?
2: I did. I enjoyed it. It
1: was a good game, wasn't it?
2: It was a good game. I think... Yeah, that Barcelona side, it's not bad, is it?
1: I think they could be onto something.
2: Yeah. <laughs> well, having the three sort of best strikers in the world has worked out quite well for them, hasn't it? It's quite a cunning tactic. Yeah, whoever would have thought of that. Yeah, I know, very very clever. Mm. But uh, Pirlo sad at the end, did that make you sad at
1: all? It did make me a little bit sad because, as I said on, on blog, I admire any man who is as slow as he is at this point and can play at, at this level of the game mm. um, as one who is afflicted by, by genetic <laughs> slowness sure. uh, in, in terms of my sprint speed. I mean, not anything else. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, 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 I identify with that. But yeah, I mean, that, that, that's a little bit sad. But he's won a lot in his career. He's done, he's done all right, hasn't he? I think I think he'll manage. I think he'll live. He's become the footballer everybody has to
2: love. Well, this is it—the hipster's choice, isn't it? Yeah.
0: Um, I
1: mean, it's a good choice.
2: It's not like having
1: you know espresso and your Lucky Charms or something like that. It's not like that.
2: Good hair, good beard. Yeah. Good footballer. Good
1: free kick taker.
2: Yeah. It's the Robert Pires logic, you know.
1: Did you see that picture of Pires with with Olivier Giroud in the uh, holding the FA Cup? Oh, I don't,
2: Oh yes, I think I did actually. Well, did you enjoy that one? I did, yeah.
1: The man, the man is getting handsomer and handsomer.
2: It's ridiculous. It's like some sort of Benjamin Button thing.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. By by the age of 80 he's going to be so handsome nobody will be able to bear looking at him. It'll just be too <laughs> handsome. I agree. So has there been any Arsenal news? I think we should stick with the Champions League final for a bit because no. no hasn't <laughs> So I mean, let's let's not look at the game in question, but uh, somebody who has been linked with Arsenal quite regularly and in some in some weight over the last few weeks was Arturo Vidal. What did mm. you make of him?
2: Well, like I don't let's know. let's
1: base our opinion on him on this one game only, and not ah. anything else he's ever done.
2: Well, he was a bit of he was somewhat chaotic, I thought, in the way he set about the game. Is that fair?
1: That is a very diplomatic way of putting
2: it, I think. (laughs) I mean, I don't think he's ever really been... I mean, I don't know Vidal intimately, but I've never envisaged him as a sort of defensive midfielder in the mould that we're said to be on the lookout for this summer. I definitely don't think that would be a good idea based on what I saw uh, in the Champions League final. Is It kind of a a wrecking ball approach to, to football. Yeah, but I think Miley Cyrus could have done it better. That is something I'd be very interested in seeing, and if mm. she's on the market this summer, I expect us to be at the front of the straight queue,
1: straight in there. Yeah, I think he was—he was quite lucky not to get sent off.
2: Oh, very lucky. Yeah, I thought.
1: You know. uh, I, I, and didn't seem to give a shit though. That was the other thing about it. it was like, yeah, well, fuck you, ref. I'm going to be in your face the whole time. Just like back away, man. You're yeah. you're
2: living on the edge. There's there's being fired up, and then there's yeah. that. Um. So there you go. But I mean, yeah, I, I'm I'm not sure. I mean I th- Arsenal was asked a couple of times about it in the press conferences, but he was very sort of jovial and dismissive. I'm not sure that how much there is to that one.
1: No, I I, I would be surprised if there was much in it myself, to be honest. But it's it's announced. good
2: because you can papers can print saying that his agent was at the FA Cup final and loads of other Arsenal games because I believe he's also Alexis's agent, so Nice and easy, isn't it?
1: Yeah, surely he is. You can make those connections uh, pretty quickly. I don't think for the the prices they were talking about either forty million pounds. Mm. But well, I don't know.
2: I think he's a good player. I'm just not so sure he's. No, he's we're the, basing the it on this used.
1: one game only.
2: Remember? Oh, God, he's useless. Yeah. Absolutely useless. Yeah. yeah. No, he can't play for shit. He's a he's a he's a hazard. Clown, clown. And I don't mean an Eden Hazard. I mean a you know a problem.
1: What's uh, Eden Hazard's brother's name? He's got a brother like he's Bilbo.
2: Thorgan, I think. All oh, right, okay. Which is similarly sort of mythic in its, you know, yeah. semantic origins. But I, I yeah, I, he's, he's, I don't know where he is now. Chelsea got rid of him. He's one of those players that Chelsea signed for not very much money and then sold for a little bit more.
1: That's good business. It's good I mean, business practice when it a comes Bramovich to. It to it. is
2: no fool, is he? You know?
1: No, no, no. I mean, yeah, if it's not oil, it's youngsters. <laughs> Careful. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Uh, Paul Pogba, he was he was a bit ineffective in the first half, but good in in the second half.
2: Yeah, he's he's a, he's a top player, isn't he? I think he's. I think he's going to go to Barcelona, I... though. Do you? Yeah, why not? Once you've got
1: the three top strikers in the world, what's next? What else can you do? You got to do get it well. Get we can't midfielders. make yeah exactly get the best midfielders. Xavi's leaving, you know.
2: They've got some decent ones, I think. Uh, maybe, but they're not allowed to buy anyone this summer, are they? As far as I understand it, or they are allowed to buy people, but not play them. Oh, really? That's Have you been following this?
1: I know there was. He, I, I remember there was a thing, but I you know.
2: Yeah, so they they just signed a right back from Sevilla to replace Danny Alves, whose name escapes me, I'm afraid. But he, uh, oh, Alex Vidal is his name, and he's been presented, I believe. And is he you know,
1: Arturo's vid- brother?
2: I have no idea, It's probably got the same agent but uh, uh, he is a done deal but he's not eligible to play until January because of the transfer embargo
1: Why on earth would any player do that then? Sit out like six months of football?
2: I have no idea Well I guess if if it's a
1: club like Barcelona they come calling and you say well I got to like sit there for six months and not do anything and then I got to play for Barcelona maybe you would but that seems uh...
2: I mean they're going to pay him presumably for that time Yeah, yeah so, who knows? It's a five-year deal. Alves is out of contract this summer. So, there we are. I don't know if they can loan him anywhere. Or...
1: I don't know. But who are they going to play then if Alves... I mean, they're just going to play... Who are they going to play? Some guy. Some Vermaelen. guy. Vermaelen. He can go in at right back.
2: So, we didn't get the Vermalin money. That seems to be the latest.
1: Yes. Yes. Uh, as with most of these clauses, they're usually um, dependent on the player actually playing and making a contribution or or playing a part in whatever success that is. Um, And uh, clearly he didn't do that, because he only played 67 minutes of football this entire season.
2: Mm, mm. So we're not as rich as we thought. We're not, but I mean, you know, what can you do? We tried. They were too canny for us in the end.
1: I wonder, does that mean that if he does play a full season next season, and they go on and win it, that we would... We will get something then? Or should we just not care?
2: I mean, we've probably got a decent amount of money for him anyway. We're not struggling for money. That's not our problem anymore. The days are gone where we need to celebrate a million pounds here or there, I think.
1: Well, the best one, of course, was when we got, how much was it? Seven million pounds from Tottenham for David Bentley.
0: That was like quite that. funny. That yeah. was a
2: pretty good one. That was pretty hilarious. Um, especially given how he panned out as a signing. Yeah which uh you might have predicted but yeah that was a good one i mean we're quite good with these little sell on clauses we're quite canny with them but i think you know we've got so much money rolling in now from puma and emirates and all those season ticket holders that uh shouldn't you know we, i think we'll be okay i think we'll survive
1: blue chip sponsors like count arthur's nachos exactly that's our <laughs> official nacho partner in southeast asia
2: well you need one yeah. you need one you know, if you want to be a big club,
1: that's what it's all about. That's exactly what it is. You need Wayne Rooney doing ads for wine. What about
2: this? What about what? Someone I went to school... Well, no, no, no. let me rephrase that. Okay. Someone who went to my school, my old school, I has th- just signed for Habs. Uh, for, Habs is the name of the school. Has just signed <laughs> for Arsenal. Wow. And they've put something on the school website. Amar Sangrajka. Has just signed a contract with Arsenal Football Club's Youth Academy last weekend.
1: Well, look, far be it for me to be selfish, but I hope he doesn't make it.
2: <laughs> so I don't want to have I, to learn how to spell that name. I mean, honestly, it would be a real copy and paste job. Would be. But he's, he's eight years old. There's a picture of him with Jack Wilshere. He's eight. Yeah. So <laughs> I, reckon, I reckon we're looking Carlin Cup at best next season. Yeah. Do you know what I mean?
1: Well, look, if he hasn't made it by the age of 10, we need to ship him out on loan. Get him I mean, off anyone, to Spain
2: somewhere. I'm sure George Bird's already doing the research on him. You know, making sure he knows what's going on. Apparently, he's shown himself to be a formidable sportsman. Formidable at
1: the age of eight. Wow, that's
2: pretty his, impressive. His selection for the Arsenal Under-9 squad is a culmination of three years of hard work, commitment, and determination. I, I love the idea of a determined five-year-old. It's. I, I, <laughs> I mean, I'm just jealous. I'm just jealous, to be honest.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, the only thing I was determined to do as a five-year-old was, well, was probably just kick a football around and eat as many biscuits as I could
2: find. I know. I think he's really. I mean, I, I worry for him that he's sort of peaked now. Do you know what I mean? I, I hope. I hope not. I hope he goes on. You
1: can and, only uh, maintain those levels of uh, motivation for so long. By thirteen, he's going to be world weary. He'll be the. He'll be like a footballing Macaulay Culkin.
2: We sign off the report with. Uh, Thanks must go to Amos' form tutor, Mrs. Bruce Green, and his previous class teachers, Mrs. Pullen and Ms. Patel, for their support and encouragement. So, should he ever become uh, an Arsenal star, I think it's important that Mrs. Bruce Green, Mrs. Pullen, and Ms. Patel are recognized for the work they've undertaken in, in getting him to that point.
1: Well done to them. And look, if he does ever become a world star or an Arsenal star, this podcast is here as a record of that. Exactly. And it'll be one of those things that they go back to in fifteen years' time or whatever it is, and go, "Wow, listen to this! These guys, these guys wrote him off. He's not a footballing Macaulay Culkin at all. He's a footballing um, uh, who who was a child star and then wasn't a child star. Haley Joel Osment.
2: Nice, yeah. Nice. I mean, given the way my life's panning out, he probably lives above me or something, and I'll meet him tomorrow. <laughs> so I wouldn't worry about it.
1: Um, No Arsenal news, though, really, is there? Uh, Jack Wilshere, charged by the FA, that was all last week. Jack Wilshere played for England yesterday. Oh, I saw a bit of that. That I saw quite a bit. It was terrible. It was terrible. And then I saw, it was in town afterwards, um, in the city centre. And it was a nice day here in Dublin, and uh, some of the England fans were were coming down Grafton Street, and a group of them stopped. And uh, they were all holding aloft a toy soldier. Like you know, those uh, with the little, bay, little men with the bass, and he put down. Yeah and, yeah, and one of one of the chaps was giving a speech about how far they'd come, something, something, and here they are, and we we're all here because of blah blah blah. I don't know. I just kind of kept walking, but I thought it was quite funny because yeah. I'd never seen twenty-two grown men, each of them holding a toy soldier aloft on a public street in Dublin before that, has well anywhere, Dublin, New York, Paris, wherever. There's a first time for everything. There is a first time for everything. So that, that was kind of amusing.
2: But Jack Wilshire played, and Theo Walcott got eight minutes. Jack Wilshire got um, an eight rating in a newspaper that I read. He was regarded as England's best player, apparently.
1: Funnily enough, one of the guys who writes for The Telegraph mm. um, wrote a big piece about how w- Wilshire was uh, disappointing again and how this was reflective of his, his waning career. It's a funny old world out there in, in football journalism, isn't
2: it? It's a game of opinions, isn't it? That's what we're, that's what we're discovering. Yeah. I, I imagine that's the first time anyone said that. I think I've just come up with that phrase man. Yeah. Um, no, I don't know. I mean, I, honestly, I only watched bits of it. I I tuned in and very quickly realised it wasn't something to engage with for too long a period. No. Nobody wanted to be there, I don't think.
1: And the thing about it is, if I was an Ireland player... I thought the shade of green was a bit too like the grass. Because mm. if you wanted to be like the Stephen Gerrard, to spray a pass 60 yards left or right or straight out for a throw, um, but at least aim it in the direction of a player in the same shirt as you, it's very difficult when they blend in. It's like That's camouflage.
2: True. Yeah, it's like when United had that grey kit at Southampton, do you remember, and they had to change it at half-time.
1: Yeah, because, like, all the background, all the surroundings and everybody in the crowd and all the hoardings and uh, everything else in the ground was completely grey, so all they could see were these
2: heads and some, like, just little bits of legs that weren't covered by the socks and shorts. Indeed, they just thought all these disembodied heads flying around yeah. of so their teammates. Green's a bit of an unlucky colour, though. I mean, probably not in Ireland, but with cars. Green cars are said to be bad luck. You ever heard that? No. I didn't Apparently, know that. It's based on a statistical anomaly whereby green cars have suffered suffered more accidents. So there was a sort of you know a period of time where they were considered unfortunate. Wow. I, I maybe Ireland that. need a rebrand.
1: Yeah, we could do, but we can, unfortunately the whole country is kind of this color.
2: <laughs> yeah. That's the thing. It is appropriate in that respect. It is.
1: It is, but yeah, I a different hue maybe. Maybe. Maybe we need to just, uh, like, apply an Instagram filter to Ireland to make yeah. it a slightly more washed-out and 1970s-looking. <laughs> Although we've just escaped those times, so maybe we, maybe we shouldn't go back. They'll uh, come and-
2: round again. These yeah. things are cyclical.
1: Yeah. Anything else stirring you can think of from an Arsenal point of view before we head to part two? And
2: Not really. They've put up the... You know, on the sort of... around the inside of the Emirates where they have all the trophies uh, displayed. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, they've put up the little 2015 and FA Cup symbol which you know feels nice. Took their time, didn't they? I know. Come on, guys, come on with it. Um literally other than that, as far as I'm aware, n- nothing is happening.
1: Yeah. I'll just it's check the official quiet. website and just, just make sure that there's nothing happening, no no breaking transfer news that, that we've missed. Here it comes, now they're looking for goal of the season votes. Mm, might touch on that in the questions actually.
2: So Campbell is running for mayor of The major news of the day.
1: That is the major news of the day. Um, We might come to that in the questions as well, because I think I picked one out. But uh, there's some season review stuff on the official site. Greatest Gunners, Tony Woodcock. Carl Jenkinson from the archives. Defining moments. New York to Wembley. No, there's nothing happening at all. Nothing happening. So look, let's call part one to a halt. We'll come back with some questions in part two. Welcome back to the ArsCast Extra, the first Arsecast Extra of the off-season, which, it has to be said, increases the amount of bollocks that we talk quite considerably. So it Seems that way. Yeah. So if anybody does have an issue, I've heard some people are allergic to people talking bollocks. They are. It's this modern wow. world we live in, you know, people are allergic to all kinds of things, like medicine mm. and things.
2: Pollen. I'm allergic to pollen. It transpires.
1: You've got hay fever.
2: Yeah. yeah. I never got that, really. No, like, it's sort of for weaklings, isn't it? You know?
1: Yeah, my brother got it. He got it quite a bit. He'd have, like, big red, streamy eyes, and I'd be out there just inhaling hay just to show <laughs> off. Just great big bundles
2: of hay. Look what I can do. Just eating it. <laughs> just yeah, eating it.
1: Like a great big show-off horse. Yeah. And he'd be going, crying, going, get out of my room. If you're only
2: ma- I could eat some hay. You're making it worse. Yeah. Yeah. It's sad cuz I love hay as well. I really love it. It's fucking delicious. It, I would absolutely, you know, a big bale of it. That's what I want.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I bet Put the jam doesn't bet the jam doesn't shoot out the wrong end of a hay donut.
2: I bet it doesn't. But it stays right in there. Mm. Will we do some questions? Yeah, yeah. Do you want me to do one? Yeah, why not? I'll do one. You do. I will do one. Um, hmm. Okay. This is going to be about football. Do you remember that? What? I know. I know. Never heard of it. It's from Number One Son at Wesley MCUK, and he asks, "If you had a choice, you don't, but if it's hypothetical, would you rather have a happy Alexis, a Copper America winner, or a refreshed one? Early knockout.
1: Uh, from a purely selfish point of view, early knockout." Do you fear the Arshavin effect? No. No. I think Arshavin just like I don't know. I don't I don't really get how he'd be so upset that Russia missed the World Cup. Or that any you know, you missed the World Cup, oh shit. Well that's unfortunate. Life goes on. I don't hmm. you know. Uh and I think Alexis is such a a happy kind of a chap anyway, that he would be sad for a little while. I don't think he'd be pure low levels of sad, but He'd be sad, but then he'd just kind of get on with it because he'd go, yay, more football. More football to play. And it might even make him more determined to win something next season with Arsenal. Uh, you don't want him being too satisfied with everything, do you? You don't want him winning stuff all the time when he goes away because then he'd be like, I don't need to win anything with Arsenal. I'll well, then, just... you
2: get, then you get the Sacra effect where it's like, can you refocus quickly enough? You know?
1: Exactly. exactly. I'm not sure the Copa America is quite as prestigious as the, uh, as the World Cup, but yeah... I think from a purely selfish point of view, because the, the preseason is so short and because we don't have that much time to rest, and if they go all the way to the final, when is the Copa America final? I think it's like like the 7th of Christmas July. Christmas
2: or something like that, yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: I think it's about the 7th of July, so I'm just going to bring it up here. Copa America, Wikipedia, is there nothing you can't tell us? Bum, bum, bum. The final is taking place on the 4th of
0: So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com.
1: July. Ooh, Independence Day. Yeah, for
2: America. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: Are the USA (laughs) in it? Hello, America. I don't know. It's called the Copper America. I don't think they are, though. No. Bad I mean, luck, guys.
1: That's a bit shit, having a tournament named after you and then not being in it.
2: I know, I know. Tell me about it. Yeah. Anyway, um,
1: um, so yeah, no. Um, oh God, because you need to give him four weeks holidays. And then...
2: And the season starts early this year.
1: But you know what he's going to do on his holidays?
2: What's Alexis. Just he, run around?
1: He's going to run around and then he's going to like try and beat his own keepy-up record. And then once he's beaten it, he'll try and beat that. And then he'll, you know, he'll just keep going. He's just going to do keepy-ups for about 70% of his time off.
2: I think, just get him out. I mean, if I could somehow withdraw Chile from the competition, I would be doing that. Yeah. If we could unearth some sort of scandal that forced them to exit the Copa America before it even kicks off... That would be my policy.
1: Yeah. I mean, you're going to have to move pretty quick there because the first games are taking place in about uh, three days. So Chile of time. Chile Plenty are playing Ecuador.
2: Time.
1: Okay. I, had to, I actually had to do some voiceover work for the uh, Copa America for a TV channel. And uh, it was a bit like uh, being a FIFA commentator because we, we had to do permutations so they could put all the uh, stuff together for their quarterfinals and the semifinals and stuff like that. Okay, So we had to do. And in the first semifinal, it's Chile versus... Ecuador, that kind of stuff. So I had to do like Chile versus Mexico, Chile versus Bolivia. It was quite time consuming.
2: I look forward to hearing the... You probably won't hear it
1: because it's probably not in a TV channel that you've ever heard of. But nevertheless, I did it. I felt like Martin Tyler.
2: That's it. Did you pretend to make small talk with Alan Smith?
1: Yeah, he wasn't there. (laughs) Silence every time, every time Mm. I tried. So, oh, yeah. All right, here's a question. Uh, and this comes from Tammy A, which is at un underscore cassé underscore tet, which is uh, at something head, I guess. I mm. don't know what cassé is or cassette. cassette. no? Uh, un cassette. Oh, yeah, very good. Maybe they're a, an old fashioned audio format. Anyway, uh, Tammy, I guess, is a, is a she. I should look at the um, picture here just to make sure. Uh, yes. I am pretty pretty much positive now that Tammy is indeed a she, okay. uh, but she says on Cup Final day I was in my jersey at Sydney Airport for a six a.m. flight. Reading the live blog, we were three nil up when I saw Harry Kane checking into the same flight ahead of us, wanting to rub it in his face that uh, he and or Spurs suck. I said, "Nice goal, Harry," in reference to a goal in a friendly he'd scored the night before. He looked back, nodded, then looked forward. I thought my, she says, I thought my sarcasm was evident, as was my Arsenal jersey, but later realized Harry Kane is probably not the brightest and would actually think I was complimenting him. Now I feel like I've let all gooners down and not made the most of the opportunity. To cut a long story short, what would you have done in my scenario? And from my point of view, can you say anything that would make Tammy feel better about her attempt to, uh, to be sarcastic to Harry Kane?
2: I mean, look. As, as insults go, nice goal, Harry. It's not a great one, is it? Needs some work. Yeah. <laughs> Needs a little bit of work. Yeah. Tricky one. I See, I have my suspicions about this story. I wonder if Tammy holds a candle for Harry Kane. <gasps> That's a dangerous accusation to make. Listen, and so she was actually paying him a genuine compliment, but was spotted doing so by some other Arsenal fans <gasps> and has since had to fabricate this story of the sarcasm Uh, In orders to justify it. This is part of the evidence. Exactly. She's like, well, how can I... No no one believes her. She's like, well, if I get it said on a podcast, it validates the story.
1: My goodness. This is a... (sighs) Wow. That's a cunning plan.
2: It's a hell of a twist in the tale. It's it's almost as big a twist as the jam one earlier.
1: Yeah, it really is. Or the end of uh, The Crying Game. Exactly.
2: Sixth Sense. I think there's something fishy about this. I don't believe that Tammy... It's such an incompetent insulter of Tottenham players that she would go, nice girl, Harry. Yeah, but have you never been
1: in a situation where you've like you decided to be a bit smart and then said something and then gone, well, shit, that was that was terrible. And then you walk away. <laughs> I mean, and every time we do this thing.
2: podcast, Andrew, every time yeah. I walk away going, what was I talking about? I
1: think you're being harsh on Tammy here. I know, I, I really do. <laughs> I think you're being super harsh. Well, listen... I think it just came. She was just going to try... Nice goal, Harry!
2: Okay, well, what... Listen, we need to be constructive anyway. I'm not helping matters here with my conspiracy theories. What should she have done?
1: What should she have done? Well, we were 3-0 up at the time, and she was watching the live blog, probably on, like, her phone or an iPad or something like that. Yeah. So Google she, Glass. yeah. Well, this wouldn't work if it was on Google Glass, but if it was on an iPad or a phone, she could have just gone up to him and said something about, remember when you were small, you used to play for Arsenal, and now Arsenal are winning in the FA Cup final, and you're not in the FA Cup final, and Arsenal are, and we're about to win it, and you're not. Ha ha.
2: That is good, actually. I mean, I
1: you know, I, I was trying to get it across in a very subtle way.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, I, that, I think that could have been the way to go. I think he would have got the message. Yeah. I don't know what I would do if I saw Harry Kane. It's a difficult one to imagine, isn't it? Mm. Because, like, you could sort of mock him for having been an Arsenal fan, but that kind of implies an association with him, which I'm not necessarily sure is something you want.
1: No, I don't think so. I don't think so.
2: You know, you don't want to remind your crazy cousin of your genetic similarity.
1: Yeah, I think it's just one of those occasions, Tammy, where you're going to live with that regret for the rest of your
2: life. What if she meets Harry Kane again, though?
1: What are the chances?
2: <sighs> I don't know.
1: I'd say they're slim. But maybe they, one day when they're both 70.
2: If she regrets it enough, she might track him down.
1: Just to call him a name.
2: <laughs> I mean, I listen, I'd say it's worth it.
1: Yeah. Fair enough. I, I agree with that. But, Where is
2: she in the world?
1: Uh, I am guessing Australia, seeing as she said she was at Sydney Airport. Hmm. So I, I don't know if that's where she lives or if she was, like, going back, but I'm just looking at the timeline here. There's a bit of a retweet for Amnesty Australia. So I'm guessing Tammy is is Australian. She could have been flying to Brisbane or Melbourne or Perth or New Zealand or, indeed, anywhere in the world because that, they do the have that ability. Yeah, they, yeah. Go, they go everywhere.
2: Well, listen, get on one to London. Just get on one to London and call Harry Kane a cunt. That's the answer, isn't it?
1: Summed up in a nutshell,
2: there. Yeah, um, and I'm sorry that I implied, you know, that you were, might be trying to pull the wool over one's eyes, Tammy. I, I don't know what it, I was thinking.
1: No, I think that's fair enough. It
2: was a moment of madness. Yeah, I'm very mistrusting as a person. Mm. You've got you, you do you do chances. have
1: some issues. I do
2: have quite a lot. So, um, should we do another question? Yeah. All right. This is like a proper question that we'll have to answer. We may as well get it out of the way now. Okay. It's from Philip Fort. And he says, what is your prediction for our gross and net spend on transfers this summer?
1: Oh, Uh, oh God, already? Okay. I know. Um, I think our gross spend will be... God, I don't know. Uh, Let's see if we've got a 10 minute... I'm going to say... 43 million pounds.
2: Oh, that's very close to what I was going to say. Well that's I said it first. Good. Well done. Well done. And I I'm think, gonna, go, go on. on. Okay, you do yours. What's yours? Well, I'll say 40. 40 million pounds. So if it's lower This is gross though, remember. Yeah. That's outlay, right? Yeah. yeah. So
1: I think our net spend will be 29 million pounds.
2: So that's recouping 14, is it? Yeah. Oh, I think we might recoup more than that. 20. Uh, Yeah, I'll say our net will be 20 million. 20 million. I think we might bring in... Oh, that's a bit ambitious. Oh, but I've said it now. That's what we're doing. All right. 40
1: and 20. Nice round, even numbers there from you.
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Quite unimaginative, really. Yeah, yeah.
1: So I've gone 43 and 29. But I don't know who we're going to sell or for how much. Although, you know, when I think about it, we could, yeah could sell could spend uh, I think we
2: could sell quite a few I think we could
1: sell quite a bit more than that yeah hmm maybe we'll Mm. revisit this closer to the deadline we can we can readjust perhaps a bit closer to the uh, transfer deadline
2: have you like pinned that to the wall or anything can we come back to this at any point
1: um no but I will
2: (laughs) I will I'll write it I'll write it on a
1: post-it and then I'll put it somewhere and I'll write another post-it to remind me to look at the post-it uh, and so on.
2: Perfect. It's oh, um, your question now.
1: It is. Okay, this one comes from Freddie Dennis, who's at Arsenal Blogs... Mm-hmm. Z with a Z. huh Arsenal Blogs. Hip and urban. Yeah. He wants to know, what were your three worst goals of the season?
2: It's scored by Arsenal?
1: Yeah. Worst goals? The worst goals. Because, I mean, the best goals are up there. You know, we, we did... We've done best goals, haven't we? You know, Ramsey and Galatasaray and Alexis in the cup final and Wilshire and, you know, those kind of things. We've done that. So what were the three scabbiest, spawniest goals that we scored this season? Do
2: you know, I actually recently watched a video. Of all of uh, them. Of all of them. Yeah. So I should be able to answer this, really. um. But my powers of instant recall are... are me. I mean, there were a few own goals, weren't there, that weren't particularly pretty yeah there was uh, the
1: the Aston Villa one that was quite a good one yeah Sonogo's goal much as I was happy for him to score it wasn't exactly
2: the the cleanest strike of all time was it uh, no but he did that nice sort of little flick up with the ball beforehand Do you know what I mean there's a nice bit of control in there mm. um, oh, I'm just trying to think worst goals the worst I mean I like best. most goals Oh, I like them all, but yeah, I was
1: just trying to think of the the ones that weren't. I mean, is a Ramsey goal like against uh, Crystal Palace on the first day of the season where the keeper kind of pushes it into his path? Is that a worse goal? That's pretty scrappy. That's a scrappy goal, isn't it?
2: Matcha Debushi's at Anfield where he just headed it against someone's shoulder. That's not a great goal.
1: Well, yeah, still sort of went in top corner, but yeah.
2: I, yeah, but inadvertently.
1: I you know what you rarely life. see anymore is like the ball careering around the six-yard box and a load of players and then just some guy fucking sliding in and just <laughs> careering through a load of people. and Proper just, scramble. Yeah, proper scrambler. We
2: haven't had one of those for a while, have we? You don't see those anymore. No. It's like Like breadsticks in restaurants. It's don't see away. breadsticks. I uh, know. Ten, 10, 15 years ago, they were everywhere. But now, increasingly rare, I've found. Right. Um...
1: In favour oh, of actual bread.
2: Yes. Yeah. bread bread's more in vogue, like proper yeah. bread slices of it or rolls or what have you. Yeah. The stick as a bread form seems to have plummeted from favour.
1: Well I mean the thing about that though is you see the bread sticks stay they stay not that they stay fresh.
2: Well they're bread they're sort of goes perennially stale, yeah. stale aren't yeah, they? Yeah exactly. Yeah. They're
1: sort of crunchy on the outside, crunchy on the inside. And um, Well I yeah. think
2: basically the I think the world's awoken to that particular ruse, you know. The novelty has worn off, and now yeah. people want fresh Brad.
1: Yeah. What about Ramsey against uh, Everton?
2: <laughs> Moving on. Uh, Ramsey against Everton. Oh, he sort of just arrives at the back post and stabs yeah. it in.
1: Between two defenders.
2: What's your beef with Aaron Ramsey's goals? You'll just Nothing. I love
1: them. I'm just taking saying Taking them that. apart. But he's, he's the, the, the scrappy guy. He's the poacher guy. And I'm trying to think of what's a worse goal. It's got to be one that's just sort of...
2: How do you feel about... Alexis Sanchez, Adam Federici in the FA Cup semi-final, where it goes through his legs.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think in terms of the overall quality of the goal, you would have to say that's one of the worst goals in terms of the in terms of how it went in, but one of the best goals because of what it meant.
2: Yeah, but it doesn't hit the net. I've got an issue with goals that don't actually hit the net. I don't yeah, really
1: yeah, yeah, I know what you mean there. Not a
2: fan of that. Yeah. So that, that would be in there for me also because, you know, on some level I feel a degree of sympathy for that keeper. Um, Any any others that we're missing?
1: I can't really think of any. Um, There was no
2: goal that was sort of like, that hurt us in any way, was there? I mean, that's rare, isn't it, in football, that you score a goal that does your team harm or that allows another team to benefit at the expense of it, you know? There was no goal that gifted someone the title or anything.
1: No, 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 there was nothing like that, so... Yeah, so we're struggling here, so let's move on.
2: Okay. Well, yeah. we had a go. We got we a did. few contenders. Yeah. Hey, tweet us some more, et cetera, et cetera. Um, let's have another question. Oh, okay, so I, I sort of trailed this earlier. Oh, yeah. But um, Simon King, who's at Simon T. King, says, James, any interesting run-ins with the neighbours? Free pancakes? More efficient post-delivery? And the answer is, well, not really. As you know, I've been sort of terrifyingly antisocial. But... This morning, in an Ask Us Extra first, we had a question submitted under the door.
1: No way! Yes way. Wow. We've had emails, we've had tweets, we've had Facebook comments, we've had, we've had all kinds. But once submitted under the door, Yeah. that's, that's impressive. That's I mean, the I, personal touch.
2: Yeah, there's very few people who even can do that. I don't want to sort of make my address too public, because frankly... It will become irritating if my do every 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 Monday morning. There's just you know thousands of pieces of paper. But on this instance, it was very exciting. Wow! And I read it to you.
1: Did it come? It says, out of, did it come on top of a casserole by any chance? <laughs> there a there really was no casserole thin attached. Casserole.
2: Come on, guys, take the hint. I want some casserole. So listen. It says, "Dear James, would you rather have?" It's quite racy as well. Would you rather have one <sighs> night of passionate lovemaking? <laughs> <laughs> With Mr. Timothy Sherwood. Or <laughs> publicly endorse him as your personal hero, a tactical genius and gift to football. Best, Otto. And he's even... He's put his flat number there, and he's even put hashtag AskCastExtra. Wow, he even wrote hashtag he's put, he's put the hashtag on the note. So, thank you, Otto, for that.
1: Now, when you say one night of sweet, passionate, lovemaking... With Tim Sherwood, could he <laughs> could he be sitting there on a chair wearing a donkey mask just watching you make sweet love to somebody else who would be much more... Why the donkey
2: mask, can I ask? Is that just...
1: I figure that's kind of what happens with those people who watch... Okay, I have no experience of that, but I figure they like to dress up as you know, like that film uh, with Nicole Kidman and Tom Cruise, mm, where they all wore those.
2: That, I don't remember the donkeys. In well, that, they were but...
1: they were more they were more like uh, uh, um, what, what's the word I'm looking for? Like beaky masks, Venetian, kind uh, Venetian, of exactly. That's the very word I'm looking for. But they're they're people of money and class and taste. Whereas I'd say on a day to day basis, the sort of people that are into that would wear donkey masks and.
2: Any mask they can acquire. Yeah, basically. exactly.
1: They go down to the local pound shop and just, you know, get a pig mask or whatever. But Donkey so, is just the thing. That can, so if, if that, you know, if we could spin that around, then obviously you'd be more into the making sweet, sweet love. And I don't mind if Tim Sherwood watches, you know. Don't you mind? Fine. I
2: mind a bit. Well, not really. <sighs> what do I care? I'm making um, sweet, sweet love. Yeah, but Tim Sherwood's there.
1: But he's not allowed touch me.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Maybe not, but, you know, as discussed on the last podcast, it doesn't mean he won't make his presence known.
1: Right. I see what you mean. Do you know what I mean? I do see what you mean. But then again, you have to go public and say that he is your personal hero and a tactical genius. And what was the other thing?
2: Um, I don't know. I've, I've hang on, I've put the note away. <laughs> this is the problem, it's not on the computer. Tax and gifts to football. Gift to football. I mean look, you could you could easily if the if the making love was with
1: Tim Sherwood, if I had to make love to Tim Sherwood, I'd quite happily proclaim his genius all over the world. And I, I you know, I think, after many years of doing podcasts and that kind of stuff, I could perfect the slightly sarcastic tone that would make people realise I wasn't being serious. The so very tone I-
2: that, t- that Tammy failed to, to nail in her encounter with Mr. Kane.
1: Well, this is exactly it. Harry Kane, had it been me, would have been left in no doubt that nice goal, Harry, meant Arsenal winning the FA Cup and you are not.
2: I mean, do you care to give us a rendition of that? Or No. <laughs> it's a secret weapon. You don't want it to deploy is. Yeah, it. yeah,
1: exactly. Exactly. Okay. You don't want everyone to know how, uh, know this trick. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that would be my thinking. So, it's, um, it's uh,
2: yeah. Definitely. I think I would make love to Tim Sherwood. Yeah? Yeah. Rather because, than- I mean, look, I'm very protective of my reputation. That's the first thing I would say. And so, I, it would be private, presumably. It would just be between me and Tim. No one would necessarily know about it.
1: Tim Sherwood's dad would be sitting there with a donkey mask on.
2: But an Arsenal shirt. Let's yeah. not forget. Yeah, true, true. So, swings and roundabouts. I think... I think I could sort of stomach that, get through it. Um, you know, there's a glint in his eye that would carry me through that event and then I wouldn't have to publicly praise him. I think that would kill me, to be honest with you.
1: Yeah. Well, I have to say I admire your principles.
2: Thank you. I'm a very principled man, well, apart from when it comes to my sexuality, which apparently is entirely fluid, <laughs> <Yes>. but, uh, <laughs> depending on circumstance. Yeah. So there you go. So call me Tim or don't, ideally.
1: Yeah. Question? Uh, Yeah, I've got one left. I've got one left, I think. Um, Right, this one comes from Dom Thomas. He's called Atomic Dominic. At Atomic Dominic. I like that. That's good. And he said, even though I'm going to forgive him his use of a text speaker by using the number four, but he says, Bale made way for Ozil and Suarez for Sanchez. How would you like to see that pattern repeat itself in this transfer window? Ooh.
2: So what's the pattern? So the pattern is... The pattern is, is...
1: Somebody good left a rival team... Yeah. ...to go to another team from which we signed a very good player. Okay. Um. Oh, what's happening? That's a telephone call for me, which I'm going to just hang up on now. Okay. It
2: was exciting, though. Yeah, it was. Um. I've never had one <coughs> of those. I am going to say... Does it have to be realistic?
1: No, you can be whatever you like. We're just making stuff up, man. You just said you'd make love to Tim Sherwood. Why on earth does it have to be realistic?
2: Oh, yeah, no. Yeah, that was a joke. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. So so I'm going to say that I would like David De Gea to leave United, but I don't want him to go to Madrid. Uh, Yeah, Madrid. I want him to go to Bayern and then we can sign their brilliant mad keeper Neuer yeah alright that's my choice I think although saying that I maybe regret that that's a choice made by me thinking where's the biggest weakness in our team and I'm like goalkeeper yeah however maybe a smarter way to do it is to go what player could say Chelsea lose that would weaken them sufficiently for us to have a better chance of winning the league on that basis who do you think that player will be from Chelsea maybe Den Hazard just because in a lot of games where it's quite tight uh, he can be the difference maker yeah okay
1: okay so Hazard could go somewhere and then we could sign somebody yeah like if he could go
2: to I don't know but Barcelona. there's only like one or two yeah and we have one of their strikers yeah that might work out alright that could do that could do
1: what about you um yeah, that's a good question. Let me think. I should have thought about about it before now. Seeing as I asked it, mm. um, see, I'm trying to base it on who I would like us to sign, and I don't know who that is really. I don't know who no. I want to sign this summer.
2: It's weird, isn't it? It's, mm. a, it's very quiet. There's no there's no Alexis as there was around this time last year. That buzz. I don't know, I don't remember, to be honest, but I seem to recall that that bandwagon had a little bit of momentum to it.
1: Yeah, I think you started it, so... You know. I mean, look, I don't want to take the credit, but no, no, yes, no, no, no I did, no, no. yeah. I um, let me think, uh, who would be good? Uh, let's see. Um, yeah, Van Persie could go to Juventus and we could sign Pogba.
2: Oh, I'd like that. Yeah. I'd like that.
1: Yeah, even though, you know... Bale and Suarez were clearly the best players at at, uh, Tottenham and Liverpool, whereas Van Persie is not the best player. So maybe that's the pattern. But is that just motivated
2: by you just wanting to get Van Persie out of the country? Yeah.
1: Yeah, so it's got to be the best player. So who's the best? I don't know. Anyway, the short answer to this one is I don't fucking know.
2: That's all right. Yeah. That's all right. Yeah. Have you got one more? um, Oh, I don't know. Do you want one more? Should we? I feel like maybe we should seeing as we effectively answered that one with I don't know. Um let me see, let me have a look.
1: All right, yeah, we'll we'll have one more if you can find one that's.
2: Oh, I can find one, all right. <laughs> um okay, this one says it's from Andy Reefman packet at Andy Reefman and he says rumors this morning say there's interest in Zlatan. What do you think? I think it's a load of old bollocks. It is surely bollocks. Yeah. Yeah. No chance, I would say.
1: No, none at all. I
2: all mean, right. There you go. We cleared that up. We knew the answer to that one.
1: Yeah, that was very good. Got that one pretty quickly, actually. All right. Well, look, I I think we should. um, I think we should call this one to a halt. Hmm. Um, It's been a relative success, considering there's been nothing to talk about.
2: I mean, it's happened.
1: It has, and here we are, fifty-one and five seconds, fifty-one minutes, five seconds later, and we're still going.
2: That's not bad. It's not bad
1: for the price people pay for it. It's reasonable.
2: Value, it's Indeed. it's decent value. Um, okay, well let's leave it there then. We will. All right, uh,
1: we'll talk to you on the next one, which isn't going to be next week because I'm away on holiday. So there's going to be a week gap, but we'll be back the week after that with a with another Ars Cast Extra. So until then, cheers.
2: Nice goal, Harry. <laughs>